Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7, episode 519. Hey, a while back, Entertainment Weekly released a huge edition on The Force Awakens with four different covers and whatnot. And we talked a little bit about it here and there, but we never really covered the reveals in the article about The Force Awakens. And boy, we are going to rectify that today. (laughs) Punch it, Chewie. Hey there, this is Tim McMahon, Alan's co-host from the Expanded Comicverse podcast. But hey, you're listening to Star Wars 7x7. A daily Star Wars podcast, seven minutes a day, seven days a week. How awesome is that? Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And yeah, that Entertainment Weekly situation, that was pretty good stuff. I hope you've had a chance to check it out. And if you haven't, then you're going to hear some cool little tidbits today. I got the digital edition of it, but while I was out in California, I picked one up for my mom because I had a feeling she had not picked hers up yet. And I guessed right, so she was very pleased to get a hard copy edition of the magazine. And I did flip through it a bit, too, before I had given it to her very carefully, very carefully, to keep it pristine for her. But all the same, it was really cool. Again, just the the magazine articles we've been discussing this week, just that experience of reading up on The Force Awakens and all these breathless interviews and so forth. And interestingly, the stories kind of vary from magazine to magazine interview to interview. For example, the Wired magazine piece that we talked about yesterday, there's also an interview with Lawrence Kasdan, and he talks about how they invited him in to basically pick whatever script he wanted to work on, and he picked the uh, Star Wars story with uh, young Han Solo to work on, but he also asked, and at least according to this telling, to be a consultant on Episode 7 as well, if he could just peek in on it, basically. But the Entertainment Weekly article has a story where they basically said he was invited to come in and not that he actually asked to come in. Or I guess the article, actually, I should specifically say, has Kasdan saying they invited me in to be a consultant on Episode 7, not that I asked and they said yes to me coming in. So the story is a little fluid here and there. And we haven't heard a thing from Michael Arndt about it, really. I mean, the story about him is that he was not bringing in the script fast enough and needed more time, and they didn't have the time to give. That's what you hear in some quarters. In some other quarters, you hear that it was focused on some characters more than others, and the desire was to have it focus on the other characters, and blah, blah, blah. I wonder if that's a story we're ever going to hear the full background detail of, but... I digress. Some of the cool things that were in the Entertainment Weekly article include an extended interview with Harrison Ford where he says one thing that I really appreciated hearing and honestly it's something that has backed an idea that we've been operating from from the very beginning of the Star Wars 7x7 podcast. The article talks about how at San Diego Comic-Con how he got choked up in the room and said, quote, well it was touching, unquote. I don't know how one could not be moved by that, unquote. And the article goes on saying, he understands the escape, the wonder that these films and his character inspire in audiences. That's why he doesn't feel ownership of it. Quote, it's not mine, it's theirs, he says. I just work here. (laughs) 
<laughs> and yeah, that takes it a little bit into Ford's own vein because he has that kind of work ethic. But just the idea of Star Wars belonging to us as fans more than anything else now. And that he understands that is particularly awesome and makes me very hopeful. It's one brick in the wall of hope, basically, for my uh, viewing of The Force Awakens when it comes out. Some of the other things that we find out about the movie itself include the fact that apparently Han Solo is still having money problems, which is kind of sad to say (laughs) 30 years down the line. you think he would have solved that by now, but apparently not. Also, the shoot uh, where we see um, Kylo Ren standing in the rain with a bunch of people that we assume are the Knights of Ren, uh, that actually happened on the last day of shooting, which is um, kind of a neat thing to know. Of course, these things don't get shot in order, but I was kind of tickled to know that fact. And they also talk about how you know this is, I guess, essentially the place where the Maz Kanata deal with her being a thousand-year-old alien and being in that castle were confirmed, but that also her eyes have a secret power that we are going to discover in the movie. And I guess that relates also to some of the quotes that we've seen, or uh, the quotes that we've heard in the commercials about you know seeing the same eyes and different people and so on and so forth. There's also a, a discussion of BB-8, and one of the things that they mention is about his secret panels, um, that he has a taser-like probe and can eject grappling hooks for climbing. He's referred to as a Swiss Army knife, and Neil Scanlon, who's their creature shop head, says a Swiss Army knife that shouldn't be trusted, and also refers to BB-8 as manipulative in the article, which I find fascinating, and actually I find to be very kind of like R2-D2 in its way, but that shouldn't be trusted sounded slightly more ominous compared to R2-D2. There's also a part about how production designer Rick Carter and his team had designed an image of the Nuremberg-esque rally for the new Legion of Evil, the First Order, that's what the article says, and that when Abrams saw it, he and Kazan decided to build a story around the gathering. It's more than just a rally, Carter says, but I won't say more than that, unquote, and I think we know what that is based on the commercials that we've seen, where it's possible that it's a firing of the First Order's new weapon from Starkiller Base which in the article is described as a planet-sized orb that opens up. And this last one I want to leave you with. This is from the little capsule bios of the actors and players, and there's one for Han Solo, which describes him as being not exactly who he was the last time we saw him. And a quote from J.J. Abrams says, I can't imagine that Han Solo would ever not be a smart aleck, but when you've had loss, you've experienced love and family and epiphanies and tragedies, those things accumulate. Unquote. And that right there is the juiciest tidbit in this entire issue. Considering that the saga is all about family and this is what we're talking about with Han Solo, yeah, I think that's one to really pay attention to. Hey now, let's talk some trivia here. You know what I've come for. Last time we asked you who 3PO was pointing at when he said, That unit's in prime condition, a real bargain, and that was R2-D2. Today's question, who directed The Empire Strikes Back? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you follow Obi-Wan on some idealistic crusade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a mind trick, it's destiny unleashed. Hey. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall Credit Credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. 